Welcome to the Elevated Esthetician Podcast with your hosts, Emily and Wendy, where we discuss all things esthetician lifestyle, business, and pushing the boundaries of ethical aesthetics. We're so glad you're here and let's go ahead and get started. Let's do that damn thing. Coming in is our third podcast. So if you've made it this far, thank you so much. Um, <laughs> it means that we don't suck and... <laughs> And that we're not just like aimlessly walking through life, just talking to ourselves. People are actually listening to us. So yeah, it feels good. Hashtag people blessed. Are actually, like listening. So I feel. I feel like we got it's something like, to say. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it feels like your hard work is paying off whenever people are actually like you know, especially when people are like mentioning to us like, oh, I listened to your episode. You and know? I mean, when you hear podcasts, it's like. Oh, that seems so easy. It's really not. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> I mean, minus the editing and all the other shit that goes along with it, just trying to keep up with the conversation and topics that really matter that people want to hear about and to keep it interesting. And that we're also interested yeah, in. Yeah, and, you know, not be nervous and have it roll off the yeah, tongue. No, I'm still show. nervous. <laughs> I still it, it'll nervous. be It'll be like this until, like, 20-plus episodes, Probably. I feel like. but. I mean, it's not like we're in front of a live audience, because if we were, I wouldn't. I wish I could play, like, a little, like, applause thing. Like, just kidding, we are! I feel like if I was doing this by myself, I'd have to be, like, under my bed, like, in the dark, making a podcast, like, so in nobody can see me. Yeah. <laughs> so, guys, we are back with episode three, and this episode is going to be titled Myths, Misconceptions, and Esthetician Hot Takes. So, we're really excited to speak about the things that we have written down today. <clears throat> Shuffles papers. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess I, I definitely have written down, I'm, I feel like I've probably written down, like, different things than you. So, like, you go first. Okay. I'm, you know, still nervous. Still still a nervous Nelly. So. Okay. Wendy's going to go first with her first topic. Um, the hot take that, like, as I, I, don't, I don't have that many, but they're, like, good ones. Um... I will see ads, and it is like, do at-home dermaplaning, at-home laser, at-home this, at-home, at-home my ass, my <laughs> asshole, okay? There are some things, like, we cannot just DIY everything. No. Like, there, it's impossible. Like, would you like your doctor to be like, well, I didn't go to med school, it was too hard, but... I learned everything I know on the internet. Yeah, so <laughs> I know everything, and well, I'm better than you. Well, said it, so it must be true. Yeah, so it must be, like, in stone, written in stone, like, yeah. alt-right. Um, so, like, here's here's a hot take. Like, I see this all the time, and it makes me just want to, like, gouge my eyes out with a spork. Like, an in-between. What? Like, at-home dermaplaning with mm -hmm. the tinkle razors. Okay, mm -hmm. they're called tinkle, it. not twinkle. Tinkle, like I took a tinkle. tinkle <laughs> a tinkle razor. It is a razor. We are using a literal, like, medical surgical scalpel. Like, it's not the ones that, like, they're using for surgery, but it's along the lines of the sharpness and the, the great yeah, steel that, that's that being used. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, and I, that's horror stories. That's for, you know, yeah. another day in time. But the tinkle razor is, if just to explain it in case someone is like, what the hell is a tinkle razor? Because you've there all are, seen one. You've definitely probably seen it like at TJ Maxx or Walmart or, you know, I'm not actually not sure if Walmart sells them. But you've seen them in department stores, yeah. okay? So, and everyone's seen the videos of, you know, people tinkle razoring themselves, the quote-unquote dermaplaning at home, you know, slathering the open leaf oh, aloe vera plant yes. on their face and... Pretty much, I actually only have one client I've ever seen in, like, my aesthetics career that said that it was fine and it never breaks them out. And I'm like, obviously, I'm not going to be there to, like, slap you on the wrist when you're doing it. But, you know, every single other person that's ever said anything about them using a tinkle razor, they've always said, it makes my skin burn. It, quote-unquote, it breaks me out. It It's because these blades, quote-unquote, these razor blades are serrated aluminum, and they're made out of, they're made out of a blend of aluminum and other types of metals that aren't sterile. And not only that, they're you're, serrated. They're jagged edges. They were they're creating micro tears in your skin. But they were created to shape up the brows. Shape up the brows. I can understand if someone's like kind of like, you know, getting their mustache hairs with it. But as far as like shaving the overall hair off your face, you guys, that is what you're doing. You are you're shaving, shaving your face. Essentially, let's call it what it is. Just yeah. go get a men's razor and shave your face. You'll probably, you know what, actually, you will probably get more hair off your face doing it like that than you are with the tinkle razor. 
And the way that we do dermaplaning or the way that estheticians do dermaplaning is completely sterilized. We're wearing gloves. We're making sure we're stretching this. We're holding the scalpel at a correct angle. Mm-hmm. You can cut yourself. You can give yourself breakouts. I, you can, we had some, yeah. like, just randomly. I don't know why we had them. But so I was like, hmm, let's see about it. So I did it on my arm. It cut me up. It tic-tac-toed my ass. On your arm? Yes. I, it doesn't It doesn't surprise me. It, they're extremely sharp. They're not sterile. And, I mean, also, too, estheticians, you need to stop marketing dermaplaning as hair removal because that's what's watering it down and that's what's making people think that they can come do it at it. home. Yeah. Dermaplaning is an exfoliation it. treatment. Yes. Are there benefits? Like, do you do, like, do the peach, does the peach fuzz get removed? Yes. But it is an exfoliation. That is why we are doing it. That is why it is a in-treatment type of service because it's it's not hair removal. This isn't waxing or anything. It's Does an exfoliation. Does the hair get removed? Does the peach fuzz get yes, removed? Yes, but that's a very, yes. very small, teeny, little, and tiny benefit. I understand benefit. as a client or as someone who wants to get dermaplaning done, I do understand and realize, yes, it's very satisfying. Me and Wendy do it on each other, okay? Yeah. But down at the root at the core of what the dermaplaning blade is actually for what we're using it for is we are either using it to help product penetration we're doing it to prepare your skin for a more advanced treatment that we're doing for example the bio repeal mm -hmm. and also not everyone can have dermaplaning mm -hmm. you cannot have dermaplaning done if you have active acne mm -hmm. If you have like a breakout, like one little spot here and one little spot there, I can go around that. If your face is full of tiny little fungal acne or just comedones in general, we can't dermaplane your skin like that. Like, first of all, we need to heal your barrier. And, you know, other estheticians may do it differently, whatever. But, like, this is just how we operate. And, you know, that's a that's a big esthetician hot take, I feel like. Because yeah, I was about to say that's a hot take also because I do... Which I'm not dogging anybody. Everyone does things differently. Everyone has a different setup. Like, that is not my place to judge. But mm -hmm. me, ethically, if you're asking what, like, my professional opinion is, I've seen people with, like, a lot of acne, like, grade three. Cystic acne. Cystic Nodules. acne. Yeah. And they're dermaplaning it. And they're like, so we're just going to dermaplate to um, help get the peach fuzz off and everything. And then we're going to go in with a 25% um, glycolic, like... Which they have their methods and stuff, yeah. but, and we're not judging them for that. But, like, just what makes the best sense, I feel like me and Wendy are on the same page about this. What makes the best sense to us is that we're not dragging that bacteria around on your skin. Yeah. And also, here's another thing with the dermaplaning as well. If you are having, like, crazy cystic acne, I have noticed that, especially if you are in that, like, fits three and darker, and you've got a lot of peach fuzz... It has a little bit to do with folliculitis. Mm -hmm. So the fact that I'm shaving the hair off of your face is adding fuel to the flame because you've got that infection in that hair follicle. You've got those hairs that aren't able to come through the surface once I've shaved them off. Now you've got double infection. So it's just, you know, you know, leave it to the leave it to the professionals, guys. Stop using tinkle razors on your face. Yeah, at well, home. TikTok too. That's a huge hot take. And but. then uh, <laughs> there's going to be so many people that come and be like, not not on. I'm like, I'm so popular. No, there's not going to be very many people on here like saying it. But I'm saying like just in general, like people are going to see those ads. They're going to just don't 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 fall for it. Don't fall for it. Don't settle for it because be a smarter consumer. I know so many people. I've literally heard so many people talk to me and be like, I feel like that's actually what messed my face up in the first place. And I'm like, what do you mean? And like, well, this didn't all start popping up until, and yeah, it can do that, you know? Um, so, and that's also extremely dangerous that you're putting something that's that sharp next to your jugular, next to your also, throat. Like you would be so surprised how many people are sensitive or slash allergic to aluminum. to aluminum or any other kind of metals or nickel. Yeah. People have, like, even the types of dermaplaning blades that we order, we have to make sure that we have some that are nickel-free. It mm -hmm. might cause your skin to rash up. You might actually have an, you know, obviously a little bit of purging after dermaplaning is normal, but an actual, like, Might be a like, whole-ass histamine reaction. Yes. Like. <laughs> um, so, anyway, yeah, that brings me to my, that actually well, we flows right in. we just slid down this water slide, didn't we? <laughs> that flows right into my next thing about, that I have on my list, which is influencers. Skincare influencers, guys. 
I get so many, I don't know if it's just because I'm an esthetician. I know you guys are getting them too, but I get so many damn at every, almost every other video on TikTok or that I'm scrolling on reels or wherever. Um, I'm seeing like influencers. So like, um, user generated content, UGC, you know, obviously it's like very hot, very popular, very like now for a company to pay or to collaborate with someone who maybe doesn't even have that big of a following. They yeah. could be a micro influencer, but they could have a very strong, strong influence on their little small community because people just love them so that much, which I get it. Um, but you also have to kind of like take all of that with a grain of salt or the grain of sand, however they say it, because you're not getting a 100% honest review. And I mean, maybe you are, maybe they do love the product, but here's the thing between, or here's the difference between going to like somebody who is professionally going to analyze your skin and cut all the guesswork out versus an influencer that you're seeing, you're seeing 10 influencers a day that got that a message, all different types of messages. You know, they sent them like free PR and of course, yes. like it's free shit. So why not? Like I would much rather go to somebody that has invested a lot of money and a lot of time. I feel like more time than money. Yes. Because it's a commitment. Learning, training, actual like training, dude. But yeah, no influence really influencers have been pissing me off so bad lately. Oh, they grind my fucking gears. Trust they me. There's going to be some videos coming about it because I've been like screen recording every time that I get an ad and I'm just going to put them all in like a. Just to show you guys how ridiculous. And it's not attacking. It's just like, look, we care about you enough and I care about your skin and I care about my industry so much that, like, I'm going to set the facts straight. Yeah. Like, that. that's... And we're not saying the that the like products they're promoting aren't aren't cool. Okay, but good, anytime it says, like, paid sponsors, sponsorship, mm -hmm. you have to know that it's... They're getting paid to say... There's some gain there. I mean, if they're getting money, they basically are saying what the company wants them to say about it. If yeah. they're gaining... They give like, them If they're scripts. saying, use my code, if they're saying, use my link, like, obviously, like, we're very transparent. Every Whenever you guys buy color science from us, we put... You're using our code. Like, you know what I mean? But it's a little bit different when an esthetician does it. I've even seen some estheticians on some tretinoin type of things and they're like I'm a licensed esthetician and this is why tretinoin is just so good for me and my clients and like showing them all the this stuff. Yeah. yeah the end all be all like gold standard which tretinoin's great but it's not going to work for everybody and people pretending like it's a one size fits all is totally ridiculous. Mm -hmm. You know you don't maybe it, it might but yeah it is unethical. Maybe it might work for you maybe it might not. But you need to get that figured out first with a licensed professional, don't you think? Besides just like burning your skin and being like, mm, I don't just putting think a blindfold that's on and adding it to cart. Yeah, yeah. Russian roulette with skincare products. Yeah. Um, my next one would be um, trade schools not being taken seriously. Oh yeah. Um, that's something that like really bothers me to my core because if you've been if you went to beauty school, you know you know how it is. Um, and I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like some people get into it because they're like, oh, like 750 hours. I don't think people fully understand how difficult it is. They just see how easy school is and like how fast that flies by. I don't think that they really a hundred percent are like, this is what I want to do. I understand that I will struggle in the beginning. I understand that I have to put myself out there. I don't think people... Quite they're not understand thinking, that. They're not thinking that far into it. They're thinking, I'll do this because it's quick and it seems like it's easy. And Yeah, that's like what, that's what makes... Far. Yeah, but also here, like statistically speaking, they did a study and it is over 80% of the people that go to beauty school are not doing the same thing that they went to school from beyond their first they're renewal, not, which is two years, guys. Yeah, that is, that is like a needle in the haystack type of odds for yeah. you and I want you to know that like I'm not saying this to discourage or like gatekeep or anything but it's hard when we went up to the school and we were talking to people we did not sugarcoat shit mm -hmm. I said this is going to be the hardest and most stressful that you have ever worked in your life but it's also going to be the most rewarding thing and I feel like that's and that that's goes the word is rewarding. Trades. That yes. goes for everything. That goes for estheticians. Clientele based. Anything yes. that you're having to. Hairstylists, massage therapists. I mean, 
obviously, like we all know, like, you know, when you start school and stuff, there is that question of like, am I getting, am I, am I actually going to be able to do this? And like me and Wendy, of course there was probably times where we were like, we're not going to be able to do this, but you just have to put your big girl pants on and. But I also want people to understand this too, is no, like nobody's flocking to come and get services. It's Mm -hmm. something that you have to show that like, Hey, I know what I'm talking about. I know that I can get your skin to where it wants to be. Like here again, there is abundance. There is plenty to go around in that mindset, but you also have to understand that you have to almost like persuade people. You have to get them in the door and getting them in the door is the hardest thing. Well, there's a difference between somebody who is going to sacrifice that extra time and that all that work and then someone who is just thinking that they can just set up shop and like people are just gonna people be are just gonna be them. like hey take me take me Saya like, yeah like there's know. gonna be like a line you know what I mean or like there's gonna, they're gonna have and that's another problem with the beauty industry in my opinion too another hot take uh, people glorify how busy they are all the yeah. time um, there's a very popular popular esthetician there are people who aren't even estheticians that follow her on Instagram and mm-hmm. every day that she posts stories her schedule it and... is literally like back-to-back 24 clients okay you're glorifying that overworked stressed booked busy and booked, booked okay and busy but also let's, type of lifestyle let's say this let's say it how it is she has people working under her right that are putting the numbing cream on people that are you know, like she's literally well, going the in is, there and she doing has the main people service. in multiple different rooms, and she's dividing her time between multiple rooms while someone's numbing. She's doing something in here. Once she gets done with that, someone else goes. Like it grinds my gears. How do I put it? <laughs> well, because then it makes like normal estheticians, like normal estheticians that like it just makes them feel are like doing not everything doing they can. Enough. Yeah, it makes them feel like they're not good enough. And then also the special treatment that she gets from her skincare brands that. Just because she carries them, you have other people that carry those brands too. But like, why? Why is it? It's it's just because she's popular. It does not right. mean that she is better. It does not well, mean that she I knows more. Well, I think that more. the brands that she carries understand that she has such a big following and influence on people that like, if they do give her that one up, that maybe it'll get them more exposure. Which I can see how that works. But they need to support the normal, regular people too, just as much. Like, if not more, in mm-hmm. my opinion, because. It just seems more ethical. This is not the ethical. Uh, you can go back to the net last. But I mean, that's for that, like but. literally what our what what encompasses us as yeah. a business and who we are as people. So, and I don't want people to be like, oh, well, y'all sound jealous. Y'all sound. It's not that. No, it's just there's no jealousy. It's just that it it kind of gets like tiring. You can as a feel. You can see the special treatment happening. Yeah. Like. And it, it makes you feel lesser than even new Estes that see that. They're like, oh, I want to be that way. Like, yes. I wish I was like that. Like, they, like, strive to Your be journey like that is completely different. And success is different for everybody. And if that's, like, what she does, I mean, you also have to think about her full circle. How she got the way that she was. How she built everything. And, like... How much more easier her job is whenever you have people working for you. Normal I mean, yeah, estheticians don't have that. We are just now hiring a receptionist, you yeah. know, coming in December. Just now. And we've been open for... Almost three years. Almost three years. So, I mean, it's it's normal things. And it just makes people... It's that comparison that people constantly do. And comparison is a thief. And whenever you're bombarded with people, I mean, even influencers, whenever you're bombarded, like, with all that shit online, like, yeah. I wish I could be this. I'm not enough. Like, I'll never be that way. I mean, way. it's shoved like, in our faces 24-7 every so, day. So, yeah, how, like, how could you not feel that way? Yeah, which is understandable, but I guess we're just basically also saying, like, if you do feel that way, I mean, it doesn't have to be with, like, aesthetics even. If you do kind of feel like that, like, just know that we all also feel that way. Yeah. Like, we understand. It's an we unsaid all feel thing. that way. Yeah, it's a very, it's just a... Not misunderstanding. It's a, a known fact. Mm-hmm. We all understand it. Yep. But um, another thing, another little myth, misconception that I wanted to talk about. I'll just group these together because they're both things that you utilize in the treatment room. I want to talk about hydrogelly masks. <laughs> and I want to talk about LED devices. Yeah. So let me explain to everyone who doesn't know or has seen a jelly mask and is just going, like, what the hell is that thing? A hydro jelly mask is cool. Um, it's cooling. <laughs> it's cool and cooling. <laughs> um, it's meant to 
kind of drive products into the skin a little bit further than maybe it naturally would just sitting and drying on the face. Yeah. They feel really good. Oh, it um, creates an airtight seal like yes, over the skin. Yeah, and they're very moisturizing and hydrating. They feel great. Um, they also give a little bit of that like weight on your face, almost kind of like a weighted pillow. They smell or, good. Yeah, they smell good. Like it just creates that like experience yeah. that you definitely want with like a more relaxing facial. But <clears throat> As, Clear that throat, girl. Clear it. As far as a hydro jelly mask making any type of difference on the skin, you're, it's not going to happen. They're, they're all the same. They're all the same base. They all have smells. Um, just because you're using a hyaluronic acid jelly serum or a versus a brightening, you know, a, um, I don't know. Let's just talk about like you know the SD Max ones because those are really the yeah. Ones they have we that use. brightening one. They have a brightening one. They have a charcoal one that's like more good for acne. It's not down to that kind of science, guys. A hydro jelly mask is a hydro jelly mask is a hydro jelly mask. If you see somebody promoting a certain jelly mask that's going to do certain things, they're talking about the hydro jelly mask like it's going to be like changing anything in the facial other than pushing products into the skin and hydrating the skin, please run. Because that is not how it works, and clearly they don't know what they're talking about. I look, I may, I may, I may get some, some crap for this, but... Just go and look at the ingredients on every hydro jelly mask. They all and are let the same. me know what you think. Because just because you have a vampire, what is it called? Vampire P L L A. Yeah. And a charcoal jelly mask and a intense recovery jelly mask. Some of them are prettier than others. Some of them leave kind of like sparkles on the face. I like will the say that one. the only different the things that are differentiating them is like the extracts that they have in there. Like the essential yeah, they oils have that some. They have, in they there. have some, but they're also it's just like smell. Here again, they all serve one purpose. They all serve one purpose. So, um, LED devices. The reason that we chose to get the Saluma LED devices that we have is because they are actually fit, like backed by the FDA. There are only actual, two that yes, are. There are actual studies that have, they actually have been proven to show actual like benefits for the skin. So that LED device that you're getting off of Amazon, whether you're using it, if you're using it, every, I cringe every time I see somebody using an LED from Amazon in their professional treatments and you're charging people for it. It's cool, but, like, those lights aren't doing anything. Oh, also, can we talk about the jelly mask and then oh, the LED yeah. on top well, of it? you know, and, and also they have, they, now they have the LED see-through hydro jelly mask. Guys, that's not how LED works. That's not how this works. That's not how anything works. You cannot have anything on the skin. Does, does it provide, like, therapeutic? Because have I done it with a mask? Hell yeah, I have. For the pictures, yeah. For yeah. the gram. Yeah. Hell yeah, I have. Is it actually doing anything for the skin? No. No. So putting the Saluma on the skin when the, the Saluma can actually see the skin and it can actually penetrate you into the skin. You want that shit as damn near, like, if, if you, like, lift up, if you, you blink your eyes, your eyelashes, like, yes. hit the little screen. Like, that's how close try, you want Like, it. you have to try to get the LEDs super, super. The, more, the closer you can get the LED to the skin, the better. And that's, like, again, that's why they also have the... The, the body wraparound one. head ones, yeah. so you can get it really close to the face and stuff. But um, Saluma, Light Stem, and what was the other one? Was there another one? Or I think those, those are the, are the only, only two. two that are FDA cleared. That are like, these light emitting diodes, these are actually like penetrating the skin. Which, you know, there are estheticians that have other ones from other brands, and they have like their own little studies and stuff. But if we're talking about has all this, the Rolls Royce has all the certifications and is backed by the FDA to actually show that it, it proves that it works so that they can actually make these claims because you can't make claims like that and not get in trouble for it. So yeah. to be able to make these claims, they have to show that proof. Yep. So these like cool little masks that you're getting, are they cool and fun and, you know, they're a little bit cheaper? Yes. But like as far as you like actually getting the real benefits from the actual LED, you're not getting that with this. But I feel like people are like, let me show this on Instagram. So if I have clients, they think that they're getting more for like their buck type of thing. Which, I mean, yeah, you do want people to, you want to be, you do as an esthetician, like obviously want to be offering a lot in your yeah, service. Yeah, giving the razzle dazzle. Yeah, you want to give them as much. You obviously want to give more value in your facial as an esthetician than not. You know, you like we talked about when, you know, not having all these different add-ons and stuff. But making sure that you're actually purchasing something that's going to actually change their skin and you're not just like, well, this thing I bought on Amazon. Yeah, but the thing is too, if you type in on Amazon, like... 
LED. They're like three, four hundred dollars. Imagine taking that money, putting a down payment. Like the salumas we got were like you can get, guys, you can get those on like Black Friday sale for like six hundred dollars, which sounds like you're oh already, my god, that's the thing is, is like you're already halfway there. If you're gonna like waste yeah. your money on you know a three hundred dollar, and also it's gonna break like the third, fourth month you have it because. Yep. You know, we've had LED devices bought off of Amazon, like, when we were in school, like, when we first started. Those things are crap. They're from China. They do not last. The light bulbs are, like, sparking. They're, like, yeah. blinking. I'm like, oh, God, I hope this doesn't, like, catch this girl's hair on fire. Sorry. You know? <laughs> like, no. Mm-mm. Out of every topic that we have, I hate this one the most. I know. This one, is, I'm actually, I'm, like, backing up. <laughs> She's going to hit me. <laughs> So in try the, the new hibiscus honey firming cream. It's gonna get rid of all your wrinkles from the past sixty years. Yes. So if if somebody if like if you don't know what MLM means, it, it means, means multi level marketing. <laughs> this is an ASMR. <laughs> multi level marketing. So what this business model is is you have you heard of a pyramid scheme? So like Lularoe, um, Mary Kay, Beauty Counter, um, it works. Avon, Arbonne. Yeah. I could literally sit here and name so many. So, yeah. I'm like sitting here thinking. Yeah. So what it's doing is they are targeting people that are maybe low income, single mothers, um, just people that are vulnerable as far as like financial I've seen and some time. Of them in targeting like people who have bigger followings. Yes, but their main target is like single moms, people that are like, pampered chef. Holy, fuck, my sister again is doing the pampered chef. <laughs> Your sister thing. does everything. <laughs> I'm like, it was. It's it's clearly not making you money. You're like, so what is it this month? <laughs> yes. But here, like here again. Okay, so there's people at the very top of the triangle, okay? Those are the ones that are actually, like, making a shit ton of money. They're not signing anyone up anymore. Yeah. Right? They're just ripping, reaping the benefits. Yes. And then you have the level below them, which the those millions. people are making money, too. But they're making money for the person at the very top of the triangle. And then it just dominoes down. The, the only way that these up. people are making profit is from you... The distributor, your your uh, what do they call it? What do they call them? Your a rep. Yeah, know. your reps, your skincare consultant. You have to pay so much money to buy their kits, to buy like it's a certain amount of inventory, money. and that's how they're making money. And if you're that successful, if you're doing that well, why do you require recruits? Like, why are you always trying to reach out and to get people to to join? I mean, y'all have all seen, like, the the jokes and the memes about, like, pyramid schemes and, girl boss, do you, you want to join? You know, it it's just predatory, and you do not make money from it unless you are at the very tippity, tippity top. Um, it's very clicky, very cultish. Like, some of the things, I was watching a documentary about MLMs. I was MLMs. literally about to just tell you on YouTube, there is multiple people who have, like, even if they don't really have YouTube channels where they, like, really update people constantly. There's been multiple videos made about, like, them getting out of it. And, like, now they're, like, you know, ready to talk about it. Yeah. Kind of, like, coming out. LuLaRoe was a big kind one. Kind of thing. And it is actually, like, very scary. What these women had to do to make sure that they were still able to put, like, food on their table. Because they girl, don't think that they just let you just get out of it. Someone had to sell their house. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Like, a woman had to sell her house. That's ridiculous. Because... She bought so much inventory, and they made her so buy more in inventory. Debt. And they were so about women's empowerment and sisterhood. But as soon, as soon as they didn't make their sales quota, as soon at which their sales quota would be them just buying more product, like them just buying more shit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like not actually people buying it from them, but them buying more. And that's how like their tears went, which is like super red flag too. I don't know why anybody would do that, but it's cult tactics. Like you watch on YouTube. They use things that, like, people that created cults used. That's scary. That And that's very scary whenever you think about it like that. Because, I mean, I'm not saying, like, oh, like, they're going to murder you if you don't sell enough. Like, it works Well, wraps. I mean, and also, like, as far as it relates to being an esthetician, or as far as it, that all is just scaring itself, even if you're not an esthetician. Like, that's crazy. But, like, as far as being an esthetician, right, the way that we think about it is, like, why are you going to somebody who 
literally just signed up for this and has no idea, no formal training on skin whatsoever. Skin of it's color. It's a script on what you say to every single person. Yeah, like they're just making like 56 stories a day of them using this green powder and how it's changed their life. And then heavily, heavily, heavily edited, like a, like a toddler edited like these Photoshop, photos. Like Photoshop, like Facetune, like Blur, like on a thousand. Like, And I'm like, who the hell would actually be like... Like the I'll background, the background on their face, like you know, the background's all fucked up and New pixelated. Skin. Yeah, yeah, that that grinds my gears. But and uh, it's like, I'm, why am I? How how am I even having to compete with you? And also, too, when people are like, my skin is bad, bad, bad. What's your recommendations? You best bet a wave, a tsunami of people are going to be coming. Six, in. come get my link, girly, like beauty counter right now. Hey, girl, blah, 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 blah. I can help you. Like, ah, uh, uh, me, pick me, me. <laughs> What what did what was the the technology? Um, oh God, what was it? <laughs> so there's this girl, and what the fuck? We're not gonna say her name, no, but why she would we owns. She, what we already do that? She owns a business and mm. she sells products. That's all I'm gonna say. But there was one person that had been asking online that we saw that was like, guys, I really need. And like the girl, clearly she has maybe some uh, undiagnosed like rosacea or something, you know. And there also can be some internal factors going on too because you know we're not going to be able to diagnose her. We're not a doctor. Yeah. But clearly there's something going on that she needs help with her skin barriers a little bit. You know, needs some help. And you know everybody's flocking to the comments and. There's a lot of people on there like, oh, you need to go see this person. You, and it's the same person. And then that person gets on there and they're like giving her a whole spiel about how this, uh, what was it? Something technology works. This lift and firm technology. And all of a sudden. technology. Kind of, she was technology. literally typing it like she basically like was reading from a pamphlet. Like copied and pasted. Yes. It. And the girl was like, oh my God. Okay. Well, I have to come see you. And I'm like. It's just so hard to, like, hold your tongue whenever that happens because it's like, oh, these people just don't get it. They don't understand. And they're hella expensive for them to be shit. Yeah, they're like, oh, $79 for this tiny little serum that's not going to help you with anything. I'm like, damn. Really? Yeah. Why is it so expensive? Because it's multi-level marketing. It's the technology. I'm like, are you talking about an, a car's engine? Like, what are you <laughs> talking about? Yeah, I was really confused. I was like, first of all, I think I she sent said you a technology screenshot. for every time she said technology, an angel died. I think like, I sent you a screenshot, and I was like, what is she even? This is like so circular. What is she even like talking about? There was no really no explanation because it just kept going back. To so the basically, technology. there's good bacteria and there's bad bacteria. <laughs> <laughs> that is how it started. That is how it started. So basically, and then she's like also not. She sells products, but she's not an esthetician. So, I was really confused. I was like, you don't really even know how skin works. But, anyway, I'm just, like, here. I'm not going to say anything. You're going to sell a line that doesn't even have, like, that's not even, like, color. No. Like, you don't even have a full range of color, first of all. Like, here again, if you're going to be a makeup brand, any makeup brand out there, if you're thinking about starting a makeup brand or carrying something that has multiple shades, get every shade. You're going to have to. You like, need to have at least one. Come on now. And what's so messed up is, I mean, we've had somebody that worked there. So she would have, you know, African-American clients and she would have to use something from Ulta, like Fenty. Something that she had to go buy. Yeah. And then the girl was like, well, you can just mix these together. Madam, I cannot mix white and white together and get a black. darker color. Yeah, get brown that's or not going to happen. Like where on the color wheels is possible. The no. math ain't mathin'. No. And that's that's not okay. We already kind of went over like unregulated terms in the last one, but just yep. to reiterate, unregulated terms um, is not okay to you with, use with clients or anybody for that matter. Um, like medical grade, mm-hmm. um, medical esthetician. I think we're all we we've all said medical grade before before oh, we, we knew anything. Um, that is not a real term. Whenever you're like saying something is medical grade. You're basically trying to sell someone the idea that something is better than something because it's medical grade, just like medical esthetician. Okay, but you want to know what the the brands at Ulta are doing now? They're saying, saying medical clinical grade. grade. Clinical medical grade. Medical grade. So whenever you say that, know that it is watering down and it is diminishing and it is taking away the importance of and why also, we choose our products. It has no meaning. Yeah. Like, they can literally, like say, medical they can literally say, like, you're going to poop rainbows tomorrow morning when you use this. Because it's like, medical grade. Well, no, actually, that would be shit. actually be, like, <laughs> making a claim. So, but here again, they don't have to use specific terms that 
aren't regulated mm-hmm. to get their point across. They're using these words to put on a facade that their stuff is better than someone else's. Yeah. Um, extractions at home or just really any home devices. So like y'all know those microdermabrasion, suction, vacuum, ex- extraction things. Um Doing your own extractions at home. The little at home um, steamers that people are burning using their face, way too much. Burning their face with, yes. Vanity planet. Obviously, ones. like we can't like keep you from using those things. I mean, we can give you as much information, you know, try to and iterate you take that to you. and do with it as you will. Yeah, <laughs> we can try to iterate to you that like you know how important it is that you see a, a professional when you're doing that kind of stuff because you know things can go wrong and you can your face up just with steam um but like obviously don't be using those like vacuums those microdermabrasion things Mm -hmm. that are scratching guys that is not a look an actual microdermabrasion handle an actual microdermabrasion handle has like actual like diamond coating on the actual like handle itself Mm -hmm. so that you're getting the the best exfoliation without like creating any kind of like essentially what it's doing it's not scraping it's brushing up the dead skin cells it's kind of brushing the skin and that vacuum is like and also because there's a professional working the machine we know how much suction is too much suction, and mm-hmm. we know how much suction is just the right amount of suction mm-hmm. for, Pressure, your, for your skin type, for your skin color, for how much texture and how much we're wanting to get off of your skin. Everyone has a different amount of suction, depending on multiple different factors. And when you're just turning that thing up at home, which, by the way, ha- you have no idea if the machine's actually going to, like, suck how much. Like, you might put it on medium. You're okay, like, let's well, just see medium, where the night takes Medium us. to you, a medium to me might be different. So, like... You know, based on who's medium. You're giving so, yourself hickeys. Yeah. I have actually <laughs> seen people like, haha, funny TikTok videos where I gave myself a hickey using this thing. And it's like, that's not funny. Though. Or they actually like cut their face because yes. of like how sharp and because, they're using too much pressure. Yeah. Or the next morning they'll wake up and they have lines all over their face. And you're like, hmm, wonder why. And they think it's like that satisfying like little like video that you see where it's like pulling all the quote-unquote blackheads out and it's like those aren't blackheads guys those are your sebaceous filaments that's those that those oil glands that you think are blackheads that's the oil in your skin that's keeping your skin like moisturized on its own your skin is naturally moisturized by the sudoriferous and the sebaceous glands in your skin the amount right amount of sweat and the right amount of water and oil so when you're removing all of that, you, you're stripping your skin. and Essentially. And you know they're doing it, like, every your day. Your skin is very intelligent. Like, your skin knows what it needs to regulate itself. And now, guess what? It's going to produce that even more now. Because it's like, oh, she's taking that away from me. But it's also, like, the I largest organ on your body. What makes you think it's not going to, like, try to function optimally all the time? Yeah. I mean, your skin is part of your immune system. So, yeah. it's constantly fighting foreign invaders and things that, you know might that things that aren't good for your skin like it's constantly fighting against that so like the fact that you're removing all these quote-unquote blackheads now you really are creating a big problem because Mm -hmm. you're 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 like almost like encouraging that to happen all the time your body's like more we need more she's removing it same thing with using like stripping cleansers alcohol witch hazel using paula's choice bhaha every like other night you know just things that may not agree with the skin in general Mm -hmm. Um, well, we already talked about, uh, the beauty industry being treated as a hobby that goes along with like trade school, like people thinking that trade school is a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, mine is, I don't like whenever you type in the average esthetician income because yeah, that's, that's very misleading. It's very misleading because the sky is the limit. Well, and also like every company runs different. So like, it depends on what type of company you're working for, or what type of business if you if you're like an esthetician working for someone, it complete an esthetician could get paid anywhere from, you know, minimum they wage say, all the way yeah. up to like forty dollars. But an if hour. you type in like average income, it's thirty thousand dollars. So I mean, I guess that's like an over average of like nationwide, but mm-hmm. you don't have to put yourself in that box. You don't have to be like, oh well, okay, so I'll be doing good if I make this much, like. You obviously want to reach for the sky because if you don't, like, let's just be realistic, right? So with our projections, with the way that we projected our business, like, you know, after looking at our reports and everything for the last couple years, we make projections at the end of each year 
for how much we think we're going to make the next year. Well, goal setting, we too. We always shoot way higher than we probably really will land, let's be honest. But we always make sure that we're shooting for a way higher number because you're always going to land lower. And if you say... Like, for example, if I was like, oh, we're, let's, six figures this year, like, let's count right there at 100. No, I would rather go 150 or 200 or something like that. And then that way, when we make it, we're like, oh. But also, cool. whenever you don't put yourself in a box and whenever you, you know, have that abundant mindset and you say, look, this is my goal, you are setting it out. Like, you are saying You're it manifesting and like. It. Words are powerful. Your tongue is powerful whenever it comes to how well, you talk to yourself. There's a difference from whenever you say things in your head versus whenever you say things out loud and you're hearing yourself audibly say it. Yeah. You can say things in your head all the time, but if you literally wake up every morning or you tell yourself every single day something out loud to yourself and you talk to yourself, you physically talk to yourself, it makes it more real. And now you've put that energy out into the universe and it's more real, if that makes sense, more than if you were just keeping it in your head. Does that make sense? I mean, in whatever religion you are, like, universe, God, like... I mean, there's other religions, but yeah. But I'm saying, like, just in general, yeah. like, if you're if you're praying, essentially, like, you're praying and, like, you're you're asking for things and, like, it's it's what your heart desires. And you're it's understanding what you're that there's a, a will and a way mm-hmm. with how everything works, mm-hmm. you know? And that's why I'm... I mean, I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it, but manifestation is a real thing. Now, obviously, if I'm going to be like, I, I want a Corvette... Like, or something like that. Is it going to happen? No. Obviously, you have to take real steps to get there. But making, you know, strives every day to work towards something like that. And not just shooting low and, like, aiming way, way higher. You'll always be more grateful and happy that you aimed way higher. Yeah. Because you're, you're always like, hey, like, I worked my ass off. Yes. It's, it pays again, off in the it's long rewarding. Mm-hmm. Um, product expirations. So... I feel like everyone kind of understands this, but also people don't really. So, like, whenever what really grinds my gears, because this is another esthetician hot take, myth, misconception. I remember when you had that girl that was like, uh-huh, when does this expire? Yeah, when does this expire? I'm like, well, um, it's got two years on the bottle. So, I mean, it's a cleanser. She's so like, yeah, but when did it, you get it? So, when when did I get it? Um, Well, I placed the order on... no. <laughs> March 12th, like... No, um, yeah, I did have a client ask that question, like, when do these expire? Um, but no, I mean, just, like, basically... she was on to something. <laughs> basically, like, everyone should be checking their product expiration. So, like, if you've had something for a while and you're, like, wanting to use it, maybe don't use it if you think it's expired, especially if you can't find an expiration date on it. Yeah. I mean, all of our products have expiration dates on them, but... Yep. If you're using something and you think, like, oh, I've had this a while, oh, why is it, like, a different color... You know, things can expire very quickly, um, depending on what they are. I know for damn sure everyone's vitamin C pretty much expires unless it's, you know, a stable, stable form of vitamin C. And it's in, like, a glass bottle that, you know, light can't penetrate through and all this other kind of stuff. But, like, just even, like, normal products also, you know, like your cleansers, your toners, moisturizers, anything that you're putting on your skin. You wouldn't, like, go in the, you wouldn't go in the kitchen and, like, drink milk that you maybe thought was expired, would yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, no. You I, would just, I'm like, start vomiting. I'm not me, not drinking that. No. no so, don't put the products. And also, the reason that I'm saying, like, don't use the expired products is, number one, it's probably not going to be efficiently working on your skin. You could have an adverse reaction to it, right? You could have an allergy to something that went, you know, wrong in there because it's expired. Mm-hmm. And it's just not worth it. I've, I've seen a lot of people, like, have, like, random breakouts or just, like, their barriers been, like, a little bit, like, you know, they're getting a little bit more red because they're using an expired product, expired makeup. I mean, expired makeup can clog your pores to hell and back. Yep. You know, even if it is an acne-safe primer or foundation or whatever, it, it it's just not good for you, so... This one's going to set you off. I just know it. Why? (laughs) Everybody claiming that SPF causes cancer. Oh. (laughs) Gosh. The chemicals in sunscreen. (laughs) Better. We talked about chemicals in sunscreen last time, right? What? We definitely didn't say that they were going to be causing cancer. Absolutely Mm -hmm. not. We even said, like, if you think that you need to use a chemical sunscreen, by all means use it. And I can see why darker skin colors use chemical sunscreens. Nowhere in that episode, if you go back and listen, did we say that SPF causes cancer. Um, SPF protects against cancer. Oh, fuck. I got another one then. Tanning beds. Oh, yeah. That call that we did. What? Oh, my God. Yes. You're just maintaining the color. You're yeah. getting the UVA radiation. Well, wear your sunscreen and then go tanning. No, that's not how it works. That's that's not how it works. Mm-mm. Um. 
I'm sure y'all can look up like other stuff about it but like basically there's a whole slew of people who are on that whole like hippie bandwagon of like want to take every single little thing out of your life that you definitely can't nobody like realistically can remove all of these things out of their life and they're saying well the sunscreen causes cancer you know what else causes cancer the sun hitting you every fucking day 365 days a year yeah well i mean you saw jimmy buffett just died from skin cancer i saw that he died but i didn't know how he died he died from Merkel cell carcinoma, which um, he battled for like the last four years. He's always he's battled with skin cancer like the last like ten years of his life on and off, like having things removed and stuff. But the last four years he had Merkel Merkel cell, and I mean ultimately, yeah, it spread to his lymph nodes. It's you know made him sick. Um, I just don't think that like anyone's going to ever be able to convince me that sunscreen is going to cause me to get cancer over like going outside unprotected. Like no one's ever, I get it if it like burns your eyes and it bothers you, and, but there's options for you. It's yeah. more like prevention versus correction. Like That's like you, you eating a steak and you being like, I hate steak, but like that steak was only cooked like that certain way. It was seasoned that one way. Like you yeah. cannot just completely be like, nope, this isn't it. Like this isn't, this isn't the vibe. Mm-hmm. Like all sunscreens do this to me. Well, how many of you try? Well, no, no, no. All sunscreen breaks me out. You don't, you don't understand, Wendy. All sunscreen breaks me out. I've tried 10, 15, 20 different kinds. Mm -hmm. It all breaks me out. Mm -hmm. Well, no, that's not true. It's, it it physically grinds my gears. Um, another thing that I wanted to talk about was the hygiene of acne. Um, just because somebody has acne doesn't mean that they're dirty. Okay. People yeah. with acne are actually way more clean than you think that way they are. Way more self-conscious, They are too. very self When you're more self-conscious about, about that, are. you're, like, almost manically, like, scrubbing. Yeah, and like, a little bit, Do yeah. I smell bad? Like, do like do I do I look dirty? You know, they're... And it's wrong. It's, it's wrong to think that way. And, I mean, I saw, you know... Look, we do not want you to get on Accutane, but we also understand that it is a privilege to be saying that. Because mm-hmm. whenever you have acne like that, you will damn near do whatever you it can. takes mm-hmm. so you know we're never going to attack people to go on accutane we just hear again the whole holistic thing and like us genuinely caring about you your well-being accutane was actually another one on my list there is a time and a place right guys let's be realistic okay mm-hmm. there's a time and a place for accutane there really are some people who really have like not very many there are very few but really have Handful. like expressed like every single op, like literally just drained every option that they could. Okay. I mean, it's even like with like going to see like naturopathic doctors and Chinese medicine and changing their diet. There are people that have and Accutane's worked for them. But I do want you guys to not like think that like, I feel like everybody thinks that Accutane is like, you can just go to the dermatologist and get on it. Guys, do you realize how poisoning it is for your system? Do you realize that the dermatologist, basically, if you're a woman, has to have proof that you are on two, two different types of birth control? Because if you get pregnant, that baby is almost guaranteed to either not make it or have some type of birth defect while you have been on Accutane, while Accutane is in your system. Because it completely wreaks havoc, burns down every single lubrication and oil Mm -hmm. in your body, not just your skin. Mm -hmm. It doesn't just get rid of all the oil glands in your skin. It gets rid of all of the extra lubrication and oil in your uterus, um, around your ligaments. Um, you can have like nausea, vomiting, pretty much anything that you can have from getting chemo. You can actually have as a side effect, blindness, um, you know, deafness, um, some symptoms that you may have experienced during COVID with not being able to taste or smell right. Like suicidal thoughts, excessive mood swings. Yes. Um, uh, you can develop like bipolar disorder, like all kinds of different stuff just from taking a medication for acne. Because, I mean, Accutane is isotretinoin. So it's basically like, you're like, okay, um, hmm, how can I put this? It's basically like if you have a spider in the room, you can either like step on it or you can get your lighter with some hairspray and you can fucking burn the whole house down. Yeah. Like, that's how different it is from like treating your skin holistically versus like Accutane. And like I said, don't get me wrong. There is a time and a place for somebody. There are people who do need it. Okay. There are. But. And we understand that it, we're we coming totally, from a place of privilege yes, by, you know. We totally get that. Like if I had acne like that, I can't guarantee that I wouldn't also be like very, you know, 
fed up, you know, Mm -hmm. but this is why we love what we do is because like we love being able to show people that their skin can get better and that things can change without them having to result to like harsh things for their body. Something that they're going to pay for for a long time that they're going to pay for. For a very long time. I mean, when you get off of Accutane, we can't even do anything. You can't even have anything, any professional services, laser, nothing, for a whole year. Yeah. Six months to a year. Yeah. Well, six months at the least. But, like, the That's longer, like basic the stuff. longer you are right. on Accutane, the longer it goes, you know. Yeah. Um, and also, not even to mention, like, I know another esthetician that went through, I can't remember if it was two or three rounds of Accutane. A lot of people who do Accutane are failures the first time. They have to go back on it a second or a third time before they see any differences, long-term differences. So, like, a lot of people get off Accutane, and then they're good for, like, a little bit, and then guess what? What's well, like antibiotics. It's like taking antibiotics happening. for, you know. Yeah, and, you know, like, not just Accutane, but pretty much anything that the dermatologist can prescribe you that, you know, may help a little bit with your acne, like spironolactone, clindamycin, um, topical steroids um you know any type of antibiotic that you're ta- taking from your you know as a p- in a pill form a lot of dermatologists will recommend birth control and like we from the place that we're coming is we just want everyone to know that those are band-aids yeah. for a much deeper problem um that needs to really be addressed at like the root core or it's never going to go away like it might i even know some people that did accutane or like you know got on medications and stuff and got off of them a few years later and everything was fine for like 10 years Mm -hmm. and then guess what just out of nowhere randomly started breaking out again because their body just started remembering that it's got all these problems you know um you're basically putting a band-aid and like quieting the symptoms you're not treating the symptoms you're quieting them you're kind of just suppressing them and then one day they all come back um so you know, there's a time and a place for it, but the way that we like to treat acne is from the inside out. You know, we, we explain to every acne client, every client that's coming to see us for acne, that it's not going to be rainbows and butterflies. You're going to have some purging. Your skin is going to get worse before it gets better, mm-hmm. and that's just the way that the skin works. Your skin is an elimination, a detox organ. immune system organ. Your skin has to get rid of things before it can show signs that it's improving. Well, I mean, it's the same thing as, like, you doing a cleanse, you doing a parasite Yeah, you're going to go sit on the toilet and, like, you know, shit your brains out. Like, (laughs) Well, I mean, okay, so this is my second parasite cleanse that I've done because Mm -hmm. the naturopath was like, you definitely need, and I know this might be TMI, guys, but, like, it it is what it is, and this is what you can expect. You can expect to not have solid bowel movements. You can expect to have a lot more your body aches, you can get chills, you can have, like, a low-grade fever. Like, it's, like, heavy metal detox. Anything that you're doing, like, just know, I mean, that's why you take charcoal and everything to help, like, bind, you know, the heavy metals and everything, but it's, it's a rocky road, you know, but you're, you're, at least you can see the light at the end of the tunnel, and you're, you're goal-oriented, and that's another thing, too. We set up a game plan with people. We set up, like, recommendations how often we want to see you what you know you're using this right now but you might be changing to this i want to see how the skin is we have a game plan we don't want people that are just coming in here every now and then random like whenever they their husband gets them a gift card i mean of course we do have clients like that and we appreciate them too but if we're working on your skin condition there definitely is going to be that understanding that I just shared something to the story the other day from this girl on Instagram. I saw it. And it was like, there has to be an understanding between the esthetician and the client that there is nothing wrong with quote unquote fluffy facials. Yeah. There's nothing wrong. Of course you want that parasympathetic nervous system activated. You want that de-stressing. Like, of course, de-stressing and unwinding like that is always going to have. And everyone deserves to have that. It's always going to have great effects on your mental and physical well-being mm-hmm. it's it's just good for everyone everyone needs to do that for themselves but as far as like creating real lasting long change in the skin like permanently or you know as permanently as we possibly can get you like physically um you know without it, without it also being on your end too yeah we're gonna have to set up like an a, a game plan we have to have a game plan because it, if nothing changes nothing changes yep you know it is what it is type the of thing. The Lorax said it the best. <laughs> How do you say it? I'm going to look it up. <laughs> oh, God. You don't even know it. Um, that's another thing that I want to talk about because we are coming up on time soon. we got about 10 minutes left. Um, I wanted to talk about 
as an esthetician um, and even for like newer or, you know, established, well-established estheticians, using your hands over machines is, Mm -hmm. I mean, you could have the fanciest machine, you could have the hydrofacial machine, you could have the most expensive. If you aren't using your hands the way that they need to be used as an esthetician and you're not, you know, you don't have a good understanding of like how to actually move your hands around on the face. Are there, is their skin going to look good when they're done? Yes. Are you ever going to be able to actually like sculpt the face? No. Mm-hmm. And your hands are so important as an esthetician. Like you have got to take care of your hands. Yep. I mean, this goes hand in hand with, uh, hand in hand. I'm done with hand you. Hand. I'm, doing, I'm doing all the jokes today, but you know, manual lymphatic drainage. Lymphatic drainage is an extremely soft touch, skin stretching. It's it's actually it's actually not like a massage, like in the deep tissue. It is a skin stretching and like fascia release type of quote unquote massage um, that is really meant to for your lymphatic system. So basically, everybody has a lymphatic system, right? If you don't, you wouldn't live past 48 hours. If your lymphatic system completely shut down right now today, you would not live past 48 hours. Mm -hmm. Because your lymphatic system helps carry blood and toxins and proteins and water and all this other kind of stuff. You know, it's like the biggest detoxification. You know, if you get cancer and it spreads to your lymph nodes, you're basically fucked, right? Because if you can't get it out of your lymph nodes, I mean, that is the purification system in your body. So, really, okay, so Dr. Vodder, right? He is the one that basically like kind of created that like manual lymphatic drainage for um lymphedema you know i don't know if you guys know what lymphedema is but it's when you see people that have like those big swollen like they basically have like swollen arteries and you know they have a lot of extra fluid um because of some type of injury or infection and um there's all kinds of people that do manual lymphatic drainage it's not just estheticians i mean it's really like body healers you know like people who do like reiki can do it you don't have to be a licensed esthetician to offer like manual lymphatic drainage but you do have to basically like have an extremely experienced knowledge with lymphatic drainage and actually be like certified in it. Like we do massages here, but I mean, it'd be great to be able to be certified in actual lymphatic drainage one day, like manual lymphatic, like Dr. Vodder's method. It's just very expensive. Um, so one, one day, day. <laughs> <laughs> one day, but um, obviously you're always going to get a great massage here, but like it, it's kind of that where you see like esthetic- I see estheticians like doing massages or gua sha or cupping or something like that in videos on reels and Instagram and TikTok and while it does look really good um, some of them don't look good and like you can tell that they're not going in the right direction um, there is a, a right and a wrong way to do it there's a right and a wrong way in direction to actually do it on the skin so that you are creating that actual like lifting effect and that deep puffing and that that circulation in the skin. Um, so, how do I put this? It's not that you're like bad or like you're doing it wrong or anything like that. It's just that like you know here again with like using the terms like medical grade or basically like promoting something that's not real. You know, don't tell people that, you know, you're going to be able to give them a gua sha and, you know, all this other kind of stuff and they're not going to get the lifting effect from it. You know, I mean, there's a difference between being relaxing and there's a difference between doing it correctly and doing it for a sole purpose of. Yes, exactly. Right, exactly. And, you know, there's all different types of like skincare tools and obviously like they'd like to sell gua sha and jade rollers and all that kind of stuff from, you know, the drugstore and Target and all this. It's just they're pretty and it's aesthetic. uh, they are. Pleasing. They're good. They're cool. You can watch like YouTube videos of people doing it on hey, themselves. Hey, if, if you if you'll take the time out of your day and do that on yourself, that's that's amazing. Like, yeah, it's helping some. It's helping something. Right. Maybe your like the fact that you took time and like we're like I'm gonna take care of myself. I'm gonna give myself a nice gua sha massage. I'm right. Gonna do you just want to make sure that you're like doing it right, and that you're not creating like a because like with the lymphatic drainage thing, right? You know, with the gua sha. If you use too much pressure or you don't do it in the right direction, you you're basically, vessel. yeah, and you're basically not doing anything. You're actually making it worse because you're closing off those lymph, um, those lymph nodes. You're closing off those vessels because the cells don't open up unless it's very, very light touch. And you have to know exactly where the lymph, the lymph nodes are. Yeah. So 
here again, circling it back to go see a professional, get something done by a professional so that you're not guessing and you, you don't think you're, you know, you're not spending all this extra money on stuff. You're not using like, you know, something that could possibly harm you at home. Um, but yeah, that's, that's my whole. Unless someone like you cares a whole awful lot, nothing is going to get better. It's not. Dr. Seuss. The, the Lorax. Lorax. <laughs> <laughs> Well, guys, um, I think we are good on time, but those were a little bit of, like, some, like, myths, misconceptions, and esthetician hot takes as far as, like, you know, me and Wendy as estheticians. Mm-hmm. Um, Here again, this is all opinionated. Yes, it, it is opinionated. Um, so take that information and do what you will with it. Um, but, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. closing. Well, thank you all so much for, you know, being here with us. Um Please, if we you have any, you. right, <laughs> not yet, when I get paid yet, maybe, maybe one day, um, please like comment, leave a review because it helps us gain exposure and it helps us, you know, feel better it, about Yeah, ourselves. feel better that we're not just like <laughs> here talking in a fucking mic in a dark room. Hey, it's light today. Oh, whatever. We're in Wendy's wax room. Wendy's wax yeah, room. Yeah, um, I also wanted to create, like, a little thing for me to say at the end because I'm like, it just would sound probably more professional. But um, you can follow us on Instagram at Elevated Beaumont. You can also follow us on Facebook. We are Elevated Aesthetics and Wellness. And if you want to visit our website, you can go to www.elevatedaestheticsandwellness.com. If you'd like to book an appointment, you can book an appointment straight from our website. And, yeah, um, I think that's it. If we have anything to put, you know, if I if we figure, if I listen to this while I'm recording it or editing it and there's anything to put in the show notes, definitely check the show notes. If you need any kind of, like, resources, we will have things down there. Um, but, yeah, I guess we'll talk to you guys next time. That's all, folks. And that was Elevated Esthetician Podcast with Emily. And Wendy. Yay. Yes. Bye. Bye.